Hello, world. This is Throwing Partners coming to you live from Zoom on the first ever episode of our podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Collins, joined by Brian Caprino. Chris, how's it going? It's doing fantastic. How are you? Great. It is day two in January, the, I think, the worst month out of the year. I don't care for January. Do you like January? I like the weather. Weather's especially, nice. Especially in California, it's cold. I love the cold. Um, hopefully rain will follow suit. And I know there's already snow in the mountains throughout yeah, California. Last week got a lot of snow. Um, I'm not a big snow guy, but maybe I, we'll, we'll go. I will say this. The only reason I like the snow is just to crash and burn on those sleds. That's it. I just like to oh, go yeah. super fast, but then there's always that random... You know, this tree got taken down a long time ago and the snow's like, oh, let's cover it up. Kind oh, of yeah, thing. it's a route. It's a route you don't see. And you yeah. end up doing a flip and almost breaking your neck. By doing exactly. A and that's what I live for when the snow happens. So on that note, though, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first ever episode of Throwing Partners. Like I said, I'm one of your hosts, Chris Collins, joined by Brian Caprino as your other host. And we're going to go through a couple of sports things. This is a sport podcast. So if you're looking for some something to listen to while you're in traffic on latest news and sports, and it's not just yeah. one specific sport, it's multiple sports. We're not just honed in onto, you know, baseball, baseball. Or basketball or anything like that. It's everything. We try to encompass everything. Um, we do have our own expertise on certain sports, though. Um, I know you and I are both pretty knowledgeable of baseball but i think you're more football i'm more basketball so we have our own strengths and weaknesses um so it'll be interesting like i'm think we're both going to learn things about sports we are just casual fans of or super fans of so that's gonna be really fun i agree 100 so that also i think balances it pretty well when we look at uh certain scenarios in the sporting world um also for you guys tuning in right now, just to let you know, we are going to be putting this up on YouTube. Our episodes are going to be on YouTube, soon to come, probably on Spotify, as well as Apple Podcasts. Um, we also have an email, so if you guys have any requests, the email will be linked to our YouTube account. So please feel free to email us about anything you want to talk about or anything like that, or any shout-outs, anything you want. Yeah. Send us send us or stuff. We, uh, we did set up our Instagram. Uh, so our Instagram is at uh, Throwing Partners. Um, you can just shoot us a DM. Uh, Chris and I have full control over it. Um, just made a interim logo for right now, just a placeholder. Um, whipped up in a few minutes last night. Um, but yeah, I think uh, this is just a for fun thing. I don't think we don't. I mean, it'd be great if it went somewhere, but I think it's get just, on Joe Rogan's podcast yeah. and all that stuff or Barstool right. Sports. Barcel sports or we could just we're just shooting the breeze talking about what we like to talk about so exactly that's what it is that's what sports are for it's for the fans right it's for the fans so on our rundown for today's uh topics we're gonna be covering some stuff in the mlb more of the trades that have been going on and a couple of picks um also a, a free agent we'll be talking about as well then we're going to move on to the NFL um, tomorrow. La- this is the last weekend of football, so we're going to make some picks here. Uh, we have some picks, picks and playoff pushes. That's so. yep, picks and playoff pushes, and then we're also going to do um, picks for MVP candidates, who's got a good case, and we're also going to talk about Urban Meyer, and also we're going to talk about Dwayne Haskins. Um, and then from there, we'll kind of recap college football bowl season. That's still 
somewhat going on. It, uh, the first round of the college playoffs took place last night. Um, and then we'll go into NBA after that. Yep. So with that being started, Brian, go ahead and take us away with the MLB. All right. So MLB, it's been a really quiet off season. I had a few free agent signings, very minor, um, no surprises. A lot of the rumors speculating to where guys are going to land happened. So the big one so far has been James McCann to the Mets. Um, they were rumored on Real Muto, but it looks like they're going with a, a solid backup catcher that I think with starting every day is going to have better numbers, but great backup catcher, great starter. He, I think, was unfair to him in Chicago when he lost his job to Grandal. So I think um, he's going to have a better season with New York. I, that's a very interesting team to watch because new owner – the fans are excited. Um, if there's fans in the stands, like City Field's going to be rocking. So, and they have a great rotation. Uh, Thor's coming back, so it's going to be good. Uh, the big news happened last week with the San Diego Padres, a team near and dear to Chris and I's heart. I, some- I wouldn't say near and dear. Yeah. I mean, it- you grew up. Aaron, I went to a lot of Padres games growing up. Oh, I love the stadium. Don't get me wrong. I love the stadium. I don't mind the team. I don't mind it. I love watching the players that they have now play. But I wouldn't say that's like a near and dear. Okay, so Chris's hometown (laughs) team. My hometown team is not near and dear to my heart. No. No, no. Maybe when Tony Gwynn era was, but not now. No. Since then, just kind of a a fan of it, but not like a I love using their stadium to go watch a baseball game. That's what I like to do. But they made great. They made, they surprised a lot of people last week. Yes. Yes, they very much did. I mean, it wasn't just, you know, the one trade that they made. No, they didn't stop there to bolster their starting rotation. So with that, let's talk about the first move they did was with Blake Snell. Yes. Blake Snell. coming from one. Tampa, <laughs> yeah. Coming from Tampa Bay, just off of a World Series uh, playoff run. and Really coming- a great playoff run in general, not just the World Series, like, the DS and the CS pitched extremely well. Yes, very much so. Um, now coming over to San Diego, so coast to coast, basically, going from an American League team to an, a National League team. Um, they get they gave up a quite a bit of pros, prospects for Blake Snell, which is no surprise coming from that he's a Cy Young Award winner in 2018. Um, he's also got multiple years on his contract that are left at a Three cheap price. Left. Yeah, Extremely at a very cheap. cheap price. So the package they gave up, Brian, would you have – what was the package they gave up for Blake uh, Snell? The, the big haul was Patino. Luis Patino, uh, he made his debut this year, limited action, so a small sample size um, with his stats. But he was the centerpiece along with catching prospect Francisco Mejia, who the Padres got a couple years ago uh, from Cleveland. Um, and he, you know, Mejia has been very pun intended hit or miss. Um, I think a lot of teams like Cleveland gave up on him pretty quick Padres, you know, he showed signs of being that great hitting catcher and it just didn't pan out there. There were a few injuries involved as well. And then they, um, also gave up Hunt and Wilcox. Wilcox actually was signed, drafted this year in the June draft, um, and given a $3 million signing bonus. 
So kind of weird to give a guy money and then ship him out. See him play but, it. Yeah. And, you know, hasn't really had a proper season because, you know, with the pandemic, like college was college was shut down and then the minors were shut down. So I don't think he even saw like rookie ball or anything. So True. the scouts must've seen something in the way he pitches or anything like that to say like this kid deserves $3 million right off. Yeah. The um, but nonetheless, a, a, a pretty big haul to bring in one player. Um, but that player, of course, Blake Snell is nothing short of legit, like, a true ace, you can say. A true um, ace when when healthy in this year, I think, towards the end of the season into the playoffs, he was healthy. So with that being said, with the health, the healthness of Blake Snell, he of course we know that he ever since 2018, he had some issues um with his mechanics and also hit the an injury list a couple times. And so last year was a good thing that baseball was limited and where he could start. So he was already limited in innings he could pitch. So it kind of fell in his favor. Um, One metric I want to say, though, um, Blake Snell, I think, and this is scary, and I I don't ever wish this upon any athlete or anything like that. I don't think he's going to be healthy the whole time he's in San Diego. Um, The only reason I say that is he heavily relies on his forcing fastball. He uses his forcing fastball more than 50% of the time in all, all four of his pitches. It's, it, it's in the metrics. It's yeah. everything in there. So being heavily relying on velocity, which he is throwing like 97 at times um, since 2018, since he won that Cy Young and then hit the injury list, he has declined in his velocity by 0.8 miles an hour, which indicates that there is – a problem somewhere and it's not it's not because he's going to his other pitches like his slider and everything like that that's not the reason at all it's there's something going on there that the Padres probably already know and probably already sniffed out and they're going to probably correct it or maybe still limit him they could they could correct his uh his delivery or even his throwing slot maybe relying on different pitch but reading through his injuries um Shoulder fatigue. Um, let's see, fractured right toe. That's not really anything to do with pitching. He probably did it something else. Um, loose bodies and left elbow is the last time he went on the DL, um, and he was out for wow. Um, he went on the DL July twenty fifth, two thousand nineteen, um, and then started his rehab assignment in September. So we started towards the end of the year, came back on September 17th. He was activated by the Rays. So little of the season. So you can't say it's been like injuries that have halted him for his career. Of course, he's still pitching. Um, and like we said in the playoffs last year, he was great. He was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and, that, and here's the thing. If, if Blake Snell is somehow listening to this podcast right now, which would be insane, <laughs> Um, yeah, episode one. Oh, I know, right? Oh, it's Blake Snell. Great. I I would suggest to him watching. I mean, I've watched Blake Snell. I follow him on everything, and I, I watch his mechanics and everything. I love that he relies on the fastball because you don't see a lot of pitchers relying on fastballs too often as they used to. It's more of like that whiff percentage and everything like that. Yeah, only the guys With, that can really pump it are yeah. throwing fastball, like it's, up it's, and in. 
It's a dying breed. It's a dying yeah. breed. Um, but I will say this. People are throwing harder, though. Yes. That is that is coming. There is more 100-mile-an-hour pitchers than there ever has been. But with Blake Snell, he's had a whiff percentage with his uh, curveball and slider. So his curveball was a 61.8% whiff percentage. So, and then his slider was 49.3%. With his off-speed, he only has those two off-speed besides his two-seam fastball, which is not really off-speed. That Those two pitches, I think he's going to heavily rely on. One, if you can look at the metrics and look at everything. Our batters aren't picking it up. So start using that a little bit more. Maybe start that as your OO count pitch instead of your fastball. Um, and then changing eye level and changing that scene with a, with a fastball, maybe at a one, one or Oh one somewhere in there just to get farther ahead in the count. That would be my suggestion to him. But of course he's not listening to this podcast, but if he is, that'd be amazing. (laughs) But if anybody is listening to this podcast right now and knows Blake Snell, let him know what we just told him, go to the off speed first, then kick it up with the fastball yeah pump it it. in in a count where you're at and that's exactly what he needs but um looking at his stats from last year as well it was a shortened season of course so these stats are kind of um he went four and two uh had a 3.24 uh earned run average uh he pitched 50 innings which actually is quite a bit in a shortened season yeah he pitched 50 innings um he he started all 11 games yeah 63 strikeouts didn't doesn't walk a ton uh Walked 18 guys this season. Um, pretty great. Uh, 50 innings pitch. So they're, you know, the 50, I know a lot of pitchers were in the 70s range maybe. Yeah. Um, but, you know, with Tampa, it's all right. With their front office, however they run things. They're very metrics. They they pull their pitchers, you know, third time through. And, and it didn't pay we all saw it on Series. national TV. <laughs> Kevin Cash, Cash listen to this. <laughs> and I everybody think everybody is still mad at Kevin Cash, which I agree a hundred percent. I am upset that you're gonna go to your bullpen when your starting pitcher is throwing a phenomenal game. And, and he was making them look silly. And I think yeah. like with with uh, just the way the Dodgers were hitting, like they weren't in it. And the Rays weren't in either. They weren't hitting at all. They were up one nothing. But um, I think what if the Rays somehow got it going in the next half inning? Yeah, we would have probably seen a game seven. I, I I highly, I would say about I'm eighty percent sure that there would have been a game seven. Yeah. Um, with that being said, though, that's the past. Dodgers have won the World Series yeah. finally after being there three other or two other times before that. Yeah, 32 so, years, too. They haven't won it since 88. So, yeah. So, congrats to them. Um, it's well deserved. They, it's been a long time coming for them. So, um, with also talking about Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay right now is offloading. They have just come off a World Series um, playoff series. They're a team now that has always been about payroll. They they like to use their farm system. They they, yeah. they they use the farm system. They bring them up. They make them superstars, and then they ship them off before they, they ship get them expensive. off. And they you know they're very and it's weird is that I'm looking back at other pitchers from Tampa where they're highly talked about, highly regarded, and then they 
a lot of them not like recently but like you know there's guys like like matt moore and jeremy hellickson who came up with tampa had like a season or two of really good pitching and then just fell apart yeah they tanked like like i know hellickson rookie of the year and then matt moore was highly talked about and i think they're both out of baseball now because just i mean injury prone but i think switching the front office and switching how they do things they've developed pitching immensely it's huge now like that's their major import we saw their bullpen uh we saw their starters um and they're pretty i don't think necessarily think they're just giving up on them they know blake snell's a good pitcher it's just Mm -hmm. he's expensive and it's like is 10 million really that expensive to you you know with tampa bay i think are they, I don't know for sure if they're the lowest income team in MLB. I don't know who is. I know they're definitely towards the bottom um, when they don't ever really sell out their Yeah, no one really knows. Um, which is sad because they're a great team. They're a yeah. really great team, and they're a fun team to watch. But here's a question for you regarding this trade. Tampa Bay just re-signed Mike Zanino, correct? Yes. So do you think that since they only signed him to a one-year deal, is he gone next year since they now have Blake Hunt and Francisco Mejia, who are both catchers, part of that package deal? Are they going to say, okay, Mike Zanino – I mean, Mike Zanino is probably one of the best fielding catchers in the game right now. Yeah, defensively, he's he's so sound defensively. But when it comes to his hitting, it's either homer or strikeout. Yeah. Um, so – I don't know what they see in Francisco Mejia because he's probably the closest to, you know, being the everyday starter behind the plate. Yeah. Um, we saw what he did in Cleveland. Like you said before, it wasn't, it was, I honestly, I didn't think it was there. He wasn't there yet. And then yeah. when he came with, when he came over to the well, Padres. Played a game with Cleveland. Like He played, I think, a, I, I don't know if he did or not. That's a good question. But when he came over to the Padres, he actually did play. He was the backup to Austin He did. Hedges. He did play. Um, and I think he slightly edged out Hedges a little more uh, offensively. But we have to remember, like, last year, too, like, Hedges had a pretty decent season. Better like, he than what he usually mainly. is. Yeah. Um, but he is young, though. He's 25. Like, still a young guy. Yeah. Last year, he hit 077. Yes. So, But he was injured. You know what? You're right. He did play. He played a total of. It looks like 12 games with Cleveland in his career. So really small sample size with Mejia and Cleveland had more. Um, I think 2019 was his biggest year. Uh, saw 79 games. So pretty much the same amount of game a backup catcher would get. So, so or a starting catcher too. So we, we should say that the, the understanding is Tampa Bay is going to use one of those catchers next year. Yes. I okay. think Zanino's on his way out, uh, depending on how he is uh, offensively. But he's also how old Zanino? He's he's only like thirty. He's I only twenty nine. He's, he's twenty nine. He looks way older. Okay. <laughs> well, he's been in the majors for a while because Seattle yeah. brought him up way too yeah, early. You, you so. know him well from Seattle, so he was. I honestly, I think he was better in Seattle than Tampa. Um, I mean, the trade worked out better for Tampa because we got Malik Smith out of it, and now Malik Smith is a Brave. So. Six um, years in Seattle. Wow. Yeah. 
So let's go on to the the other Padres move that they've done because they're the only team that has really the made one, big moves. The day after. Day after they said, <laughs> Hey, Chicago, Chicago Cubs, um, we'd like you, Darvish. And Chicago did not hesitate and pulled that trigger right then and there. And you Darvish, what is he, 34, 36? Around he's that 34. age? 34. He's, uh, he's 34. Okay. And you Darvish, I think majority of people know you Darvish as a Texas Ranger more than anything. Um, except for last year, he was phenomenal second in the yeah, NL Cy Young. Cy Young. I think you won comeback player of the year as well. Well-deserved because um, he was on a tear that whole shortened season, even though it was shortened, he was just phenomenal. Um, Actually so comeback player. So a couple of stats from his last year, he actually won eight games last year. He won eight games, three losses. His ER uh, earned run average was 2.01, which is unbelievable with 76. He factored in almost every decision. Yep. He threw 12 games, eight wins. So one was a no decision. The other three. And then he had 93 strikeouts in 76 innings. But the one stat that I love is his uh, whip. His whip is under one, which tells you that somebody gets on base or anything like that, you're, you're stuck there. It's, yeah, he's not, he's not, not going to let you. Or third. Yeah, he's not going to let you get it. Um, he does throw six pitches, though. That's the insane part. A lot of pitchers That's don't what, have six pitches. Yeah, his um, arsenal's huge, and it – fools a lot we saw this year and in his past years with texas too like i think we can't really count like his first full year in chicago or his half season in la like yeah he, a lot of guys are guessing like it's 2013 2.83 era like you can't sleep on this guy like and i think his age has nothing to do with it no he's consistent he's yeah, consistent he's very consistent ever since he came from japan he he's been consistent um so i'm gonna throw my Fun fact metric here. I know okay. if all these people that are listening right now, which is probably like maybe 10 people. Um, maybe. <laughs> that's a, that's on a good day. But if uh, if you guys are tired of hearing us talk about baseball, don't worry. It's coming to an end soon. We're yeah. Gonna go into the NFL. We're going to switch. So we're going to go gonna to switch. NBA. But here's the thing. We got to talk about it. And you, Darvish, is the topic right now. Let me – I'm going to ask you a question. You try okay. to give me an answer, okay? If you had to guess between – I'm going to give you uh, three of the pitches out of a six, okay? Which one he throws the most, which one would you say, okay? He's got the slider, the four seam, and the cutter. Ooh. I think this past year he used his four seam a lot. Um, but I think his slider – so I'm going to tell you this. His cutter was used 43.8%. Ooh, almost half the time. <laughs> his, his fastball, his four-seam fastball, only 14%. Whoa. But the thing is, is he still didn't – he didn't – okay, so I'm going to tell you this. This is, this is crazy, okay? So his cutter was used almost half of his pitches last year, right? That has skyrocketed ever since he got injured in 2018. It took mm. off. So he found something that works – it has the it has the most movement to his ball and it's working and he's staying with it but his four seam hasn't lost velocity he's always been high velocity hasn't gone yeah. down and you know what's crazy is he's using his four seam fastball as his finishing pitch it had a 42.3% whiff rate last year and it's been going up ever since 
Um, slider, of course, he's used that 15%. So he dabbles between the four seam and the slider. His curveball is pretty low, but his cutter has had sensational movement. Also, what's, what's crazy is four seam fastball is not really supposed to move. Um, the movement, if you track it from 2018 to now, his four seam actually has moved almost two inches. So, Increased, so. It, it's it's like he's found something that nobody else knows and he's using it. So coming down to the wire here between those two packages, who would you say is worth it more in the end for San Diego? Well, with San Diego, they got two guys. They got Darvish and then Caratini. So Caratini spent most of his time in Chicago as a backup catcher to Wilson Contreras. Yes. Um, I think he's going to see a good amount of time behind Austin Nola. I think Austin Nola is going to start, though. He'll start. And then um, Caratini. Caratini's young, too. He's 27. So yeah. I think, I think Nola's 30. So still pretty yeah, young. Nola but... came up really late last year in yeah. his, in his um, uh, age. And also Nola can play a little bit of first. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe you and I saw that. We went to Seattle last year. He actually um, plays the outfield, too. Wow. So he's he's versus He's like a Kyle Schwarber, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's he's a really good catcher. Um, looking at the trade, man. <sighs> Padres got two good pitchers. They got Snell. They got Darvish. They're ramping up for this year and next. Mm-hmm. That rotation when Clevenger comes back after his Tommy John surgery is going to be great. I think getting the depth like Darvish is going to help with, we don't know the health of um, Lamette. Like we and Paddock, know Paddock sometimes hit and miss. Paddock hit or miss with his back or his arm. Yeah. Like, um, he so who takes that? Who takes the fifth spot there? Because you know I'm going to say the name that I always tell you about. I I think, I think they bring up, I think Gore. I think Mackenzie yep. Gore. They, they Mackenzie get, Gore. They didn't get. They they kept him in all these big trades. They kept him. I so. I I. Like Mackenzie Gore so much. I've seen his uh, minor league highlights. I've seen him in like his college high high school highlights. Everything. This kid can bring it. Yeah. This kid, I think, is honestly, if I, I wouldn't say as good, but pretty close to a Clayton Kershaw. If he that's, stays, that's big. <laughs> if, if he stays in San Diego, and San Diego gives him that opportunity to run with it. I think he will run with it very well. And in the next five seasons or so, we'll probably be talking about him either in top stats, top such as wins, maybe ERA, strikeouts. Um, so do you think in uh, two or three years from now, he's the number one starter? No. No. I think uh, Lamette's going to stay there. I think Lamette's going to come up and be that ace in the long run. Yeah. Lamette's um, there for a while. He's only 28. So. I just I would like to see Chris Paddock do well as well. Um, you they know, got he, Paddock for nothing. They got forty year old Fernando Rodney for exactly. Paddock. So, <laughs> but you know what? Here's the thing: is Chris Paddock's very young still, and you know he. Yeah. I like the way he plays. He's 24. very. He's he's so sold into the game that he gets on himself a little too hard at times. But wouldn't yeah. you rather have a player that cares that doesn't care? Yeah, he's he's fun to watch too, and when he's on it, he's. I mean, who doesn't really, want to see who doesn't want to see the glove and the eyes hanging yeah. above, right there, staring down your your best hitter? And he's like scary. That. Like I know Andy Pettit did that, and it was scary when he st- when he stared down at you. But the beard and then the mullet coming down, like 
and he's from that Texas. Texas attitude, like, <laughs> it scares the poop out of you. I know. I, I, I mean, and he and does he's on he, it. He's, he's going to be good. He throws hard. He throws fast. Yeah, he throws fast. And there's glimpses of it. Um, he just, I think he needs to have better control. He does, um, he misses his targets a lot. He, yeah. he needs to find a, a rhythm where he can, if he does miss his target, it's not going to be devastating because he does give up home runs a lot. Um, so I think up, if he works on that. He gave up 14 this year. Um, In the short season, walked, that's quite a bit. Only walked 12, though. So when he's missing. How many, inning, how many innings? How many innings? Oh, his innings, 59. He has 59 innings. Okay, that's up. not bad. But 14 home up, runs, that's uh, a lot for only 59 innings. So you yeah, think that's like Dar- what? Darvish gave up five. Yeah. So playing in Wrigley. <laughs> so okay, going back to the original question though, you're gonna are you saying Blake Snell or you Darvish is is better for the Padres? It's tough. It's it's a hard, but I'm I think I think Snell. I think Oh, I'm gonna have to oh, disagree. I think him I'm coming have... I think him coming over is gonna revamp how he thinks mentally. Okay. Um knowing that a team has faith in them. I think getting pulled, like even though he didn't publicly say it, getting pulled in that World Series game affected not just him, but the team. You saw them fall flat. Yeah. They, they were just like, why? Mistakes. They were like, all right, we lost. Like, yeah. way to go. Um, I think going to a team like that and how much of an impact he has on social media and with gaming and um, with like him playing with Tatis and Machado and Hosmer and Cronenworth. Yeah. I think he's just he's gonna be more into it, and I think. Um, so you think he gets fired up a lot more than he because he's a he's a very well spoken player. Like he doesn't he doesn't hide anything. I, I mean, last year spoke yeah. for it when they traded Tommy Fam. Yeah, and he's back. He's back with Tommy. <laughs> yeah, he's back with Tommy. Back with so Tommy. there's just a reunion there. Clips. But then he's also faced Manny Machado when Machado was in Baltimore a lot. Yeah, and so. He, he know I mean, he doesn't really know, no Machado, but you know, the core in San Diego is great. They're doing everything they can. They finally made the playoffs after what was it? 10 years or 11 years. No, they last year was last time they went to the playoffs was 06. So 14 years because but my Mariners it. are holding it, it strong. My Mariners are holding strong on that record. They don't want to lose that record. So they keep on rolling with it with what, 20 they're years. At, they're at 19 years. 19 going into 20 years 20. this year 2001 right yeah yeah 2001 and we put up the best uh winning record yeah most winning record i don't and i don't know how do you tank from that i don't i don't know but um so you're gonna say blake snell i'm gonna say you darvish um i like your reasons behind blake snell but i'm going to say you're wrong um oh. <laughs> i'm just you're i'm just wrong. gonna pull i'm gonna play a blake snell right now i'm gonna be very blunt um you darvish consistent throughout his career no matter where he went and he's going to go to san diego and he's going to throw a fastball and it's going to say 97 on it and there's not going to be a single person well that's that's a lie but there's not gonna be a single person that's gonna hit it out of the park yeah and he's gonna throw 97 and the next pitch he's gonna throw you that 54 mile per hour curveball the ifis he's gonna throw that ifis pitch i I want a lot of guys knees I want to perfect that pitch. Okay, so last – or we got two more topics with MLB than NFL. I'm sorry, folks. I know MLB rant, but these are going to be quick. So 
Uh, we're going to talk about the AL West and the NL West uh, showdown. We're going to have our picks for the standings. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so let's start with the NL West. Um, Brian, that's your uh, cover. So what do you got? Okay. I mean, with these trades too and how things went out last year with, you know, the playoffs where Machado was on the field yelling at um, Bruce Dargrad or all. Um, that's the team to watch. Those two teams facing each other are going to be really fun. So Padres um, versus Dodgers. Padres versus Dodgers. Um, yeah. I've a new few of those games. They're always fun because the fans get so into it. But having San Diego be really competitive right now, their window is open. And I think with the Dodgers, you know, they have those young guys still. And they have the veterans. I think with this, like, they're going to have a challenge for that crown. And for a long time, the Dodgers have won the NL West when it's been the NL worst. Okay. I know it's, it sounds like I'm hopper on the Dodgers, and rightfully so. I, I'm kind of complaining, but like the NL West isn't great. Like it, there are it, times where you know, if you look at it now, it shouldn't be as bad as it was for like Arizona and Colorado. It yeah. shouldn't. It shouldn't have been like that. And then you know, it's funny is San Francisco. We knew it was going to be bad, and then they were really good this year. Yeah, they were this close to the playoffs with the so, expanded playoffs. So if you had to pick your standings, who do you got where? I think, man, I think with the experience, Dodgers are going to finish in first, like, a couple games ahead. Okay. A couple games. And I think the Padres don't even sneak in. They run away with the wild card because they're just – if they play a full season, they're going to win 90 games. Okay. And they're going to get into the playoffs as a wild card. They're going to get the home field advantage and – Hopefully not, but it'd be tough if they go first round Dodgers. (laughs) (laughs) So who do you got three, four, five then? So you got one Dodgers, two Padres. Who's three, four, five? Um, I think three Giants. So you think they keep? You think they keep rolling? Giants. I think so. I think you know they're they're getting Buster back. Um, he took this year off for COVID. Um, he took a whole year off to get healthy too. Um, Yeah. So and Gabe Kapler came out and said he's our catcher. Their pitching shown up like the giant, and they have the they have these guys that hit. And I think, you know, getting a full season of Joey Bart, whether it's back up to Buster, he's going to learn a lot from Buster. He didn't yeah. have that this year because Buster wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be fun to watch. Um, they have guys that are like, you know, Yaz is there. Um, he's thirty, and this is his second. That was this year was his second full year, and he was like an MVP voting. Um, and they have a good team. Um, Diamondbacks, I have a soft spot for them, but they're just they're just they're always like this. Yep. They're they're, they're up and down, up and down. They're up and down, and just they're three years removed from a great season and a fun wild card game against Colorado. Like that was fun, but they kinda they sold a lot of guys last year, the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, they have really no face. Catel Marte's there, but after that, it's like, who you got? Who you got? Like my dad always says, he goes like, they're the Arizona Padres. And it's like, well, the Padres have guys now. <laughs> like he goes, well, who's their, who's their face? Baxter? Baxter the Bobcat, their mascot. Like it, they don't have anyone really. Like gotcha. Goldschmidt left and it's like, oh, we got Bumgarner. And it's like, you got Bumgarner. Cool. You got. <laughs> you don't have playoff. Years. You don't have playoff yeah. Bumgarner. No, 
you don't have playoff on Garner and they don't really have that ace. I know there are guys that throw it there, but they're not like the Rockies who are going to finish in last and yeah. who have some pitchers, but, and they have good hitters. They just don't put it together. Like their bullpen's bad. They're other than Marquez and gray and Kyle Freeland still hit or miss. Like, what are you doing? And they're shopping story in Arenado. Yeah. Like they're definitely in panic mode. I think, uh, in Colorado, uh, I, disagree with the actually i have a, standings I have a, I, i'm sorry i gotta i gotta offset okay this this what makes great content this this is disagree what i got i've got the padres number one i okay. think the only reason the padres are going to be number one is because it's fun it's fun to be in san diego right now yeah. and they're gonna roll with it and who doesn't love san diego exactly it's a beautiful city la I got it too, of course. And here's a reason, and it could change. Only reason I'm saying is who fills third base? Who fills third base is the big question. Yeah. There. You know, they haven't signed Justin Turner yet. That's what I'm saying. So and I don't do think he's back. I don't think he is coming back. If it's taken this long, I don't think he is coming back because he's been great there. And if they're taking this long to figure it out, I don't think he's coming back. They do have options at third base and everything like that, but I think that's a big thing. Don't get me wrong, though. Their starting rotation is filthy. It's probably the best in the NLS. And they fixed their bullpen. weakness in their bullpen. and They found a closer. I mean, good. somehow, somehow, I think Julio Urias is going to be the closer, not a starting pitcher anymore. Yeah, he's, he's shown promise as a starter, but we saw in the playoffs that he was he's a really up. good reliever, yeah. and he's borderline unhittable. Yeah. So, so I'm going to pick them at two, three. This is what I'm going to say. Even though how much turmoil is going on in Colorado, they're going to find ways to win like they did in the beginning of the season. They always do that, though. They and always then they tank, the peak of the Rockies. I think, I think they're going to streak for a longer time, and then they're going to tank, but it's going to be enough to finish third in the NL West. Fourth, I have the Giants. Um, I like the way that they're going, but they're getting old. That's the thing. They're getting old. And, of course, I got I think the Giants are getting old. I think they're just – they're middle they don't have a They don't have a farm they, system. They don't have a farm no. system. And the thing is, they really – I always say this about the Giants, and they're very – they're a very loyal franchise. To the like players. They either – yeah, for the players. They usually bring guys back like fan favorites back or they keep them for a long time past even when they're terrible and it's like man you guys are losing 92 games like you can't be running these guys out anymore like i get it pablo sandoval did well for you in his time there but he's he's not good he's not good they cut him like this year they were like cut the fat like my bad, Panda, but... <laughs> <laughs> he just went straight for the jugular there. Ooh. Cut the fat. You know, you got to trim Cut it off fat. a little bit. Um, and then, of course, I've got Arizona at five. I think they're in um, sellout mode. I think Cattell Marte is going to be the next person to go. They, they can get a lot for him. They can. They can, they get. can get a lot for him. Um, they do have players that are good there, so don't get me wrong. They still have good players. It's just not enough in a very competitive NL West. Um, I wouldn't say it's really bad in the NLS. I think it's actually getting better than what it was when the Dodgers were winning every single year. Yes. Um, There's competition now, and it's going to make West Coast baseball really fun. 
along with West Coast, American League West. Um, both so of our teams are in this. Both <laughs> of our teams are in this. Seattle, my favorites for a lifetime. And, and of course, you have the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Anaheim who are your Angels. go-to? <laughs> yeah, Anaheim Angels, as uh, for short, or the original, um, or California Angels, technically. So, yeah, um, I'm just gonna cover it really quick, um, and then I'll let you get into it. So, number one, I have Houston. I'm sorry, I, I no matter how much I nobody outside of Houston likes them. I, it's true. It's like a Yankees, basically. It's tough. Like I can pull this down for you right here. Look at this. What Got my that? mini trash can. Oh, that's a nice trash. Asterisks. Oh, yeah. that's nice. Look at this. Oh, that's a curveball. That's curveball. Okay. I like that. So I'm sorry to say it, but they are going to win the West, um, I think, solely on. Even after Oakland won it. I, I, You're gonna here's pick. my thing is Oakland. I, I like Oakland. I have Oakland at two. And the only reason I say Houston at one is Oakland – I think is starting to like starting to rely too much on up and coming players. Cause they're losing a lot of like Marcus Simeon's not coming back. I don't think, you know, no. they have Matt Chapman, they have uh, Matt Olson and stuff like that, but it's just like, they don't have a shortstop. They don't really, I mean, they have Loriano in center who's steady there. Piscotti's going to be in right. Chris Davis has gone left. Um, yeah. It's like, it's like they yeah, have a your, lot of, who's your DH now. It, they have a lot of holes to fill. I think it's too many holes than what the Astros have to fill besides George Springer really. And Josh Reddick, that's not really hard to fill for them. Cause they have Kyle Tucker and everything no, like that. It's not. And they still have Michael Brantley there. So, or no, Michael Brantley's no, gone he's too. He's a free agent. He's free. Agent. So their whole outfield's gone basically. But I think those, I think outfielders are easier to come by than infielders. Um, so I have Houston, Oakland three. I have the angels at three. Until they sign a starting pitcher, they Dude, have no shot. Two. They have no shot, uh, uh, like a legit starting pitcher. Okay, I I'm talking like they need a person that can be a candidate for a Cy Young. They need that kind of pitcher, and if they don't, then they're just gonna do what they did last year. They're it's so sad. Like they're to me, it hurts because it's like. You know, a lot of greats don't have World Series rings. Like yeah. Ted Williams saw one World Series, one of the greatest hitters of all time, no rings. Yeah. Um, I mean, he did lose time to World War II, but he doesn't have anything. Tony Gwynn doesn't have anything. I mean, it, I want to see my team win. I want to have it's, Mike Trout get it's, a ring. It's, Mike's Trout, it's Mike Trout's team. It's not the yeah. Angels. It's Mike Trout's team. It's his team. team. They, in the last you know, eight years, I mean, dating back to pools, they sign, they make bad decisions with contracts. Well, you have a new GM, so. New he, GM. He's he's changed. I, I mean, the trade that you guys did with Jose Iglesias is very, very yeah. um, under the line good because filling a hole for Simmons, um, Iglesias can definitely do that part. Yeah, and we, you know, they didn't give up. A, I don't want to say we because I'm not part of the team, but they didn't give up a lot. Um, and you know, they have some position player prospects coming up. Maybe we don't know if they're going to be set around trades, but I think uh, you guys need to do free agent signings, but going into number four, I got Seattle. Um, I love my team to death. They're super close. They're very, very close from being contentious. And when I say by close, I think in the next three seasons, um, 
They're the youngest team in baseball. They show that defensively they are phenomenal. They got a, a rookie of the year. Kyle Lewis, J.D. Yeah. Crapper got a gold glove. Evan White got a gold glove. All these guys are super young. Um, Jerry DePoto, I mean, he's not my favorite, but when he said, hey, I want to get this team younger, got the team younger and didn't do – he didn't alter away from that, which was – Perfect. So now he's setting up for what's to come and it looks good. It looks really good. Um, we finished what third last year in the AOS. So it's not, yeah, it's, it's not, not impossible. Terrible. Yeah. It's not terrible. And then of course I got Texas at the bottom. They did make, I mean, Duvall was kind of like, they got him for nothing and it's actually a really good pickup for them. And they also got the, I think it was the, was the, uh, the pitcher overseas. Um, he's coming over. They picked up but, David Dahl. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's, it's just like, Texas doesn't, I mean, you hire Chris Young as your GM. That's really weird. Um, but that's, that's but my, a lot of, a lot of like Jerry DePoto is a former player. True. But I'm saying like Chris Young, like he didn't start anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like they were once an assistant to an assistant or something like uh, that. Well, he worked, I think he worked in MLB last year. If he did, then I, I need to I need to read up on it. But like Sam, like Sam Fold in Philly, he worked in the MLB offices last year. True, last couple of years, and now he's Philly's GM. So yeah, I just don't know about Chris Young. Uh, would you change any of those standings? Until I, you sign a free agent, Brian, the Angels are not number I one know, yet. <laughs> but I mean, they picked up they picked up some really good bullpen pieces. They have an outstanding lineup. I can tell you that, but you can't score six runs and then have your pitching give up, <laughs> give up eight 10. runs, give, give 10 up 10. Runs. And that's what hurts. Like I remember watching opening day last year in July. It was like, okay, okay. Like At we're least throwing it. Dylan they took Heaney out, you know, but yeah, Bundy was he, really, you know, I didn't year. think he was going to be that good going to, I knew he was going to be okay, but I didn't think he was going to be that good. So you guys got a good end of that. Yeah. I think he needed to get out of Baltimore. Yeah. Andrew so, Heaney's not bad. It's just, I feel like you guys are, you, you're literally, like I said, you're one pitcher away. That's, that was from a, a Cy Young candidate. Once you do that, then you'll climb the standings. Is this a segue to Trevor Bauer talk? <laughs> kind of. Uh, so our final topic is Trevor Bauer. Beside, before going into that, so name off your one, two, three, four, five really quick. Um, one, Oakland. Two, Angels. Three, Houston. For Seattle, five Rangers. Rangers are gonna not even come close. Yeah, they're they're. I mean, and they lost Lance Lynn. So. Yeah, they're so they're gonna be bad. Um, okay, so going into Trevor Bauer, the biggest free agent out there this year. If nobody knows, Trevor Bauer is is a different person for baseball. Very different. Um, he puts out a lot of media stuff. Um, he knows he's his very, brand. He knows his market, <laughs> and he's very good at it. And he just won the yeah. Cy Young. Um, very well deserved, even if it was a shortened season. Very well deserved. Um, I'm just gonna do this really short and sweet. I think he goes to New York, uh, the New York Mets. Um, it's going to be a big four headed monster in that rotation. Yeah, they got Stroman back. Um, you got Syndergaard, you got DeGrom. It's a four headed monster. That five spot can go to and, anybody. Yeah. But it, I, I will say this: it's between you and it's between the Angels and the Mets. Those are the two teams that. I'm so are, t- I'm so tired of waiting. I'm like, just sign. Like I get he, the market's weird because of COVID, but 
the teasing, the toying with the fans. He knows how to work it. Like you said, he knows knows how to work work the market. It's really, it's getting to a lot of people. And I think I'm including, I'm one of them. Like I'm kind of annoyed. Like I'm, I'm waiting. I want it. But at this point, if he goes to the Mets, I won't be upset. Cause I'll be like, well, like, so do you think he goes to the Mets? Is that is is that what point, is that was is, is that what Brian is saying? You are saying Trevor Bauer signs with the Mets. You know what? Just to like put good juju on the Angels, I'm gonna say Mets to jinx the Mets. To jinx them. So Trevor Bauer to the Mets. <laughs> okay. So final understanding is we both say Trevor Bauer to the Mets. I say on a one year deal too. So I give him a four year deal. Oh, four-year deal in New York? That'd be interesting. All right, so we're finally done with MLB. Woo, MLB's We're done with MLB. All these people are like, thank God, I don't know any of these names. They're they're an hour in, and... Is it really? I hope not. I don't Um, know the the time. So so what's nice is baseball's done. Let's talk about the now, the sport that's happening now, which is the NFL... First things first, MVP candidates. I'm going to name the names out there that are up for the MVP uh, MVP award, and I want you to say who you got, okay? So first up, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Derek Henry, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Alva Kamara, and TJ Watt. Who you got? Mm. It's down for me, for my picks, it's Derek Henry or Aaron Rodgers. I agree with Aaron Rodgers 100%. I think Aaron Rodgers is actually running away with this. Yeah, um, especially after last week's game. His stats are oh. unbelievable. Like, you thought he was – I mean, he already has one MVP. He yeah. already has one. But compared to this season, this season mocks that other, other MVP season. So He's um, got 44 touchdowns. How many interceptions? That's it. Five. What's his QBR? Quarterback rating 83.9. That's high. Okay. Over so 4,000 yards. Exactly. Which I, is I, funny because, I mean, because QBR is like the whole like OPS stat in baseball. Yeah. He's first in QBR and he's first in touchdowns. And right now, that's all you need. That's all you need. And he's, and he's on a winning team. He's, he's already made the playoffs. So yeah. He's, good. he's already made the playoffs. They're honestly a big favorite to go to the Super Bowl and win it. Like, yeah. I don't, maybe them I don't in KC. It. Who knows? That'd be fun to watch. Um, That'd be a really I, good game. I think Aaron Rodgers wins the MVP. Um, I don't think there's any competition for that. Yeah, so. yeah Rodgers, um, MVP. All right, so a lot of big games this weekend. All right, a lot of games coming down to the wire. If you win this game, you're in the playoffs. If you lose lose this game, you're out. And then you got – or sometimes you got to wait for another team to play and see if they lose or win and see what happens. So let's just get down to business in the matchups and get your pick. All right, so I'm going to say the two teams playing each other. You give me a pick, I'll give you mine, okay? Okay. So Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Tampa. I got Atlanta. Atlanta's coming. Atlanta came off a good game, even though they lost. They came off a good game. Uh, Dallas at New York Giants. Dallas. I got Dallas as well. Um, Jets versus Pats. Sorry, I'm writing things down. Jets versus Pats? Yeah. Jets are riding high right now. I know, they got two, two, two win winning streak. Patriots just missed the playoffs for the first time in I don't know how long. Jets. I got Pats. Jets. I got Pats. I, I okay. think I think Bill Belichick's like, I cannot lose to the Jets. So 
Um, and they almost did earlier. So in the, earlier in the season, uh, Minnesota at Detroit. I'm going to go Minnesota. I got Minnesota as well. Uh, Pittsburgh at Cleveland. That's a big game. That'll be a fun game. Cleveland has lost two games in a row. Yes. I think. And they just lost to the Jets. Well, they also <laughs> didn't have any of their wide receivers. That was a big thing. True. But um, Baker Mayfield should have stepped up and done his thing. Yeah. They can't rely on Nick Chubb for everything. Uh, Steelers were showing a little bit of. They came back. They came back against the Colts last week. That's going to be a fun game. Steelers, Browns. I'm going Steelers. Yeah, I'm going. I, I got I got Pittsburgh too. I think they need to ride high before the playoffs. So yeah. Um, next I got Baltimore at Cincinnati. That's kind of an easy mm, one. Baltimore. Yeah, I got Baltimore. Um, Miami at Buffalo. That's, That's a good game. game too. Miami. I've got Buffalo. I think though Buffalo is way too good right now, and I think and it's in Buffalo. It's going to be different than Miami weather, of course, yeah. too. So I think Buffalo takes that. I'm going to go with the Bills. Uh, Seattle at San Francisco. Pete Carroll already said that he's not resting any of his starters um, because they need to put in work as well. And with that being said, I got Seattle. Seattle. And then another good game to watch. Arizona at and the Rams. Rams. If Arizona wins, they're in. That's all they have to do. And, and you know, the Rams are a good team. They've made playoffs now. I've got Arizona, though, because I know Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins are going to go off in that game. Yeah, I think I think they will. Um, and also, I Cooper Cup is out with COVID. The last few weeks for the Cardinals, though, have been kind of rough. I know they lost last week against the Niners. Yeah. Um, if you look back, so – Every single loss that they've had has been 10 points or less. Yeah, it's always been a very close game, whether yeah. it's, you know, 37 to 30 or 10 to 6. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, that's their issue. But, man, um, I think, I don't know, Robert Woods is really good. I think he'll get more touches with Cooper Cup out. This is, is going to be a fun game. I don't know who will win, but I think I'm going to go Rams. Okay. So and then we Rams. have Jacksonville at Indy. Indy needs this win. They need this gonna, win. They're gonna win. <laughs> if I got they Colts. lose to a one and fourteen team. Hey, you never to know. Miss the playoffs. Somebody had to lose to the Jets eventually, <sighs> right? Yeah. But you guys will. I, I mean, I know you're a Colts fan, and I think you guys are gonna be fine. There's nothing to worry. We'll about. be fine. We'll finish the season eleven and five. Not making playoffs, though. I don't think so, because the next game I got is Tennessee at Houston, and I think Tennessee wins that game. Tennessee in a do-or-die, so is Indy. I mean, Indy's got the the weaker matchup, but I think Tennessee still wins. Yeah, they're playing Houston, and they're just nowhere. And I know the Titans came off a really bad loss against Green Bay last week, but... I don't want them to win, <laughs> but I gotta go Tennessee as well. Tennessee, like, you're you're being realistic here. Yeah, like you, okay. can't, you can't. I mean, lose, it is any, get, it is quote unquote like the movie Any Given Sunday. So, yep. um, Vegas at Denver. I got Vegas. Vegas, yeah. Uh, Chargers at 
Kansas City. I got Kansas City. Oh, Easy. yeah, that's going to be a massacre. Another good game to watch because Chicago's in do-or-die mode is Green Bay at Chicago, but Green Bay is going to destroy them. Yeah, uh, this is the nail in the coffin for the Bears. Um, they need a quarterback. Yeah. Going yeah. back to the Dallas and Giants game, though, um, that's also a do-or-die game as well. Um, because yeah, it, for both teams, yeah, because then it's coming down to three. It's coming down to three teams in that division, and Washington, Washington, playing, Philly, Philly, and, and Philly the missed thing. the playoffs. I've, I've got though. I've got Philly pulling the upset just to be that you know, like, hey, gotcha, bang, you're out, Washington. Yeah, Jalen Hurts can pull it out. Jalen Hurts is great. He's it's been a great. Sunday night game. I, you know. I get the Eagles have a big fan following. They're a big team. They're bad. I mean, I don't. I hate when bad teams get primetime games. I I don't know. I just I don't so care for pick? it. What's your pick, Brian? We're waiting for that pick. We're All waiting right. for the money. We're Give talking, us the money, Brian. Give us the money. Philly, Washington football team. I'm going with the football team. Going with Washington. Final Washington. answer. All yeah. right. All right. And last but not least, New Orleans at Carolina. I got New Orleans. Oh, yeah. New Orleans. No, no Christian McCaffrey, so. Uh, all season. Right? First Hasn't time, played a game? I mean, he's the only real player there kind of right now, so. I like um, Teddy Bridgewater. I do like him. Don't get me wrong. I, I do like Teddy Bridgewater. When he's healthy, he's really good, too. So, um, quick topic in the NFL uh, Brian, I know you wanted to talk about it. Urban Meyer possibly coming to the NFL. Yeah. Um, he spent the last few years, I think, commentating. Yep, um, that is correct. Last time he coached was in college. Was it Ohio State? Yes, because he went from Florida. Um, did he get fired? I think he got fired. Because then the Ohio State happened, that whole scenario there, and then he left. So he went Florida, Ohio State now commentating um if you had to pick one team though where do you think he would go as a as a coach that's that's tough let's see his coaching career i'm gonna have to go Ohio with state for six years yeah he was he was there not like very long but he was there for a decent amount of time but florida he was there for a while um i would say if anybody needs a coach really really badly it's jacksonville um, i was just thinking that and i had a second team who's your second as well uh, Detroit. Oh, okay. Detroit. And honestly, I feel like Jacksonville's got the head uh, position to get Urban Meyer as a coach only because it's a Florida team. And Urban Meyer, I think, is not from Florida originally, but he knows the area. He spent a lot of time with uh, University of Florida. So. so he could he could easily, you know – see players that are a high caliber at colleges and stuff like that. Too. Yeah. So he's um, close to big football schools. Um, also he has a chance to coach Trevor Lawrence and that's, that's a big hole in right there. If that's they true. draft him first, unless he decides I don't want to play for Jacksonville. Yeah. I mean, um, it was the jets and now Jacksonville. So yeah. I don't, I don't know. You, you pick the worst one. Which one do you want? So I'd rather have Jacksonville. I'd rather go with Jacksonville too. Yeah, so, um, Excuse me. Last topic we're going to talk about for the NFL is Dwayne Haskins. Recently got cut from the Washington football team. Um, it seems like he is an off the field issue. 
Um, I think that was more the reason why they cut the second year quarterback. Um, didn't really get too much of a shot to start, you know, I mean, he did. And when he did, he wasn't good at all. Yeah. Um, so who would pick Dwayne Haskins up? Of course, it's not going to be for a starting role. It's going to be for a backup or maybe third string. And that's really, really hard. Um, and I know Jets... te- teams are interested in him. It's not like he's a bad quarterback. It's just, you know, he, he and he also went on to Twitter to say, you know, I'm owning up to my mistakes. Um, I need to be a better person and everything like that. So, which is good. Yep. He's acknowledging his accidents. Um, now he needs to put it forward, put it on the field, put it, put it in his off field issues as well, put everything in the past and move forward. So, yeah, I think honestly though, he, he, I think he goes to the bears. Bears would be good. They really need a quarterback. They have a revolving door there. The jets have a revolving door. I don't think Sam Darnold's that great. And you know, it's funny is speaking of <laughs> Sam Darnold, he, he said in quote, I think I'm the solution for the jets. When you say as a starting nope. quarterback that's been there and you think you say I think instead I know I know you're not the solution to the problem. No. You're not I mean we've seen what you've done it's been terrible. It's the Carson Wentz persona. It's it really... why was I benched? Why was I benched? I'm the solution here. Well maybe because you're, you're a little not, bit yeah. you're not good. You're not good. You're not good. <laughs> you you didn't deserve that contract. You had one good year that was cut short by an injury and your backup quarterback won the Super Bowl. He gave you, you guys the Philly special. Yeah. So, so I say Chicago because Trubisky's Chicago, out on his way out too. So yeah. Um, Chicago's a really good one. Um, and I, I can see him also going to a backup role with the Falcons. I think Matt Ryan's on his way out too. I think they're done with that. And I think, I think Atlanta after this season, they're going to really think about rebuilding. I mean, they, they just need to stay healthy. That's the thing. Yeah. They, their defense just does not stay healthy. But four, they're four and eleven. Oof. Yeah, and they haven't been good since going to that Super Bowl. So um, and blowing, <laughs> blowing that Super Bowl. I so. can't believe that stuff. But uh, moving on to college football bowl season, uh, it's going to be brief. Um, but just a couple of recaps here. There have been quite a bit of upsets. Um, one, including last night. Um, one of the big upsets was Liberty uh, Liberty over Coastal, Coastal Carolina, 12th ranked uh, in the nation. Liberty not even ranked. You say, yeah, Liberty wasn't even ranked. And they yeah, and, Li- and Liberty oh, – like Liberty had the game throughout – like they had the lead throughout the game. Then they kind of had some time mismanagement stuff, and then Coastal tied it up, went to overtime, and game-winning field goal, Liberty kicked it. So good on them. Um, Oklahoma State over Miami – uh, which was kind of crazy because I didn't think Oklahoma State was going to beat because Miami's not a bad team this year. They're the the yeah. U is very uh, well rounded and they're also bringing back their quarterback, which is cool. Um, but OK State did win the Cheez It Bowl and they had a big bowl of Cheez Its for them at the end of that victory. So I love Cheez Its. I love Cheez Its. Um, Oklahoma running over Florida like it's nothing, fifty-five to twenty. Uh, Oklahoma ranks six. Florida ranks seven. Good matchup, but I mean Oklahoma and Rattler, the quarterback, just demolished Florida. Yeah. I don't even know what happened to Florida. I watched that game. I was just Florida's like, the one rank behind them too. And, and I was just like, look at it. I was like, is this really an SEC team that Oklahoma is just demolishing right now? Yeah. And 
good on Oklahoma. They win the Cotton Bowl. Um, another upset was Ball State over San Jose State. San Jose State was one of the few undefeated teams left. They were ranked 22. And Ball State comes in to the Arizona Bowl against San Jose State and just destroys them 34 to 13. So now let's talk about the college football playoffs that happened last night. Of course, Alabama, we all knew, was going to say roll, tie, roll over the fighting Irish. Um, Notre Dame, though, good on them. You know, they played till the end, which is phenomenal. So um, Notre Dame, well-deserved to go into the playoffs. Yeah, but what a blowout, 31 to 14. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. But the big, big game was Ohio State. Ohio State with the chip on the shoulder coming in and said, I am going to put a buckeye in your mouth, you tiger sons of bees. Get out of here, tiger. Because Ohio State is rolling through to the finals against Alabama. 49 to 28. Never gave up a lead when they had it. And nope. you know what? They they knew from last year when Trevor Lawrence beat them last year, you know, I mean, Fields came in and was just chucking the ball, chucking yeah. the ball, chucking the ball. And look at my man, uh, Fields, six touchdowns, six. And and Sermon, the running back for Ohio State, transferred from Oklahoma this year. Yeah, uh, Phenomenal. He had like, I think, almost close to 100 yards receiving as a running back and then also over 100 yards rushing. He almost ran for 200. He went, went for 193. Um, and it looks like he, four receiving, 61 yards. Yeah, he was close. Long, his long was 34. That's incredible for a running back. So with that being said, we're going to have Alabama versus Ohio State in the college football playoffs. And I think it's very, very good game that's going to be on television. Yep. I've got Ohio State demolishing I mean, like letting Alabama know that they're here. Alabama, Alabama, roll tide, roll. No, no, you're gonna just you're gonna lay low. You're not gonna yeah. roll over anything. Tide's I, gone, going back to the ocean. I think Ohio State scores over forty points. Yeah, they almost put up fifty um, yesterday. Alabama, Alabama dude does have like I think I I honestly can say this though. Alabama, their defense this year is the best it's been in a long time. Yeah. I mean, only um, giving up fourteen in Notre Dame. Wow. But it's also, you know, Alabama is still a great football team. But yeah. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's like, you know, when I say Ohio State's going to roll over Alabama, I mean by maybe like 10 points, which is a lot for Alabama. I mean, I'm if taking Alabama the, I'm loses, taking the under. I'm taking yeah. the under 10. I, honestly, it's like I just feel like Alabama, the way Ohio State played last night was like, okay – they Bring seem it on. pretty complete. Like, like, like good luck because Clemson is no joke. Like a great football team. Clemson beat Alabama, you know, for the national title. So, so it's to like, hold to hold Clemson to twenty eight is a miracle. Like they're really good offensively. Like, yeah, and it's not like they had injuries. Trevor Lawrence was back. So yeah, I've got Ohio State over Alabama. Um, that's that. Yeah, I, I got that over forty points for Ohio State. So I I think I'm with you. Um, so going into the next topic, which is the NBA, the NBA, the NBA has started association. It has started. Um, it's good to see basketball, even though it was like a month and a half, two months ago, we saw the Lakers. I just see the Lakers raise their trophy. So all the players I expect to be super tired, super exhausted. And you know what? I think it kind of shows I've watched a couple Laker games 
Lakers are hit and miss every night so far. Yeah. But, you know, it's a short it's it's a short notice when they have a whole bunch of roster moves. So yeah, they just need to click a little bit. They're four and two. They had a lot of roster moves, a lot of great moves. Like I love it. I the the trades of Danny Green, like he got in the championship. See ya. Man, Dennis Schroeder. Like I'm really glad they picked him up. Yeah, he was second took him from OKC. Thank was you. second. In, I, I didn't want that though, but yeah. at least he's on a winning team. So he was second and sixth man of the year last year behind Harold, and they have both of them. They have both six men of the year guys. One I was, starting. I was happy. That, I mean, like, also you guys got Mark Gasol. That's a that's yeah. a sneaky. You know, I know he's old and everything, but he could still shoot. He, could he still can shoot. still shoot, and he's a big guy that can shoot a three, which is great yeah. um, when he's open. Um, they're fun to watch. I know Frank Vogel's gonna rest their LeBron and AD a lot, um, just because they pretty much played almost every minute of the finals just two months ago, three months yeah. ago. Um, but AD's younger than LeBron, um, so I think I think he'll play more than him. But it's gonna it uh, it so far watching the games, not just LA, but just like all the games in general. It's been fun to watch because there have been upsets. It's kind of weird to see like Cleveland winning a couple of games, New York finally yeah. winning a game and stuff like that. It's like, it's, and it's, it's super. And there's like blowouts too. There's 50 point blowout yeah. games. Dallas just like, against the Clippers. Like, wow. Like, um, like some of this stuff, it hasn't even been heard of in the last like 20 seasons and it's yeah. insane. So it's been a fun season to, and it has, it's barely been like five, six games. Yeah. Like and I think, you know, it's a lot of teams are six games in, there are teams where I'm like, oof, like something's wrong here. Like Washington, you get Russ and you're not really, you're not doing much. Like you have, you have Beal, you have Russ, but there's nothing else. There's not there. putting it together. There's nothing else and there. Oh, and five is showing um, Russ. I love Russ. I'm a big OKC fan. Cause yeah. you know, once you go from Seattle to OKC, you got to move with the team. I'm a, I was a Supersonics all day long, and then they moved to OKC, so I'm going to be an OKC fan. Then they um, got rid of your guy, Stephen Adams. They so. got. I love Stephen Adams. Great guy. I mean, if you guys watch him, just watch some clips on how funny this guy is. Yeah, like, he's, he's just, a good dude. He's just he's so fun. like he literally was trying to toss a basketball into the basketball rack, and it took him like 30 tries. And then like once he finally does, he goes first try, and it's just like. <laughs> It's like I think there's a little bit of Steven Adams in all of us. There definitely is. And then um very relatable. Uh Russ, I love Russ. KD, I mean, we've that ship has sailed a long time ago because it happened yeah. a long time ago. And when it did happen, it was in bad blood, which I don't blame any OKC fan because he kind of just you know dissed everybody on that. But Russ did it right. Um he said he wanted out, but you know what? He made like a, a comment to all the fans how much he loved okc yeah and how much the fans mean to him there and i think he didn't go out with bad blood because he actually played he he played his heart out every single second of every single game he did he and even he, when he was the only guy there he did and he did not care he did not he back, he, upset he doesn't matter how how big the other guy he is going up against he is going to trash talk you and he's going to put you up like it's nothing. Like he's gonna put up yeah. numbers. So, um, and he won an MVP, of course, in OKC, which is great. So, um, but going to the East with Brooklyn. Speaking of KD, yeah, Brooklyn, and they got Kyrie. They both did not play last year. 
uh, Kyrie with injuries, Durant with that famous Achilles injury in the finals yep. against Toronto. Um, they're coming back strong. Uh, they are three and three. They just dropped one yesterday, uh, one fourteen and ninety six to Atlanta. Atlanta's really good, so I don't blame them. They're three and three. They did get one uh, big injury, um, but other than that, like they're pretty solid. And I, you know, I gave a lot of um, criticism of them going after an injured a guy like well that, but. You know, getting a first-time coach in Steve Nash was a big step, and yeah, it was more of like really like Steve Nash, like he hasn't played in a while. It's different basketball than when he played, um, but a basketball mind's gonna have a great basketball mind no matter who he has on his team, um, because those teams have gotten old guys in the past and never worked out. Um, yeah, but so far, six games, three and three. We'll see how they are come February. Um, it's, a long it's a long season it's a long it's gonna season. be a long season so. long season even though it started christmas like they still have a lot of time yeah uh, they'll be fun to watch i know uh new york's the city they're waiting for the nets to pick up and they did it because they can't <laughs> the knicks can't do <laughs> the it knicks can't do it and so because knicks can't get a lottery pick for whatever no. reason the so. knicks just they just make bad decisions they really do they make bad but you know they're what two and two and three? The Knicks are two. And it could three. be worse. It could be worse. They could be. You know, what was that year that they went Denver, like oh and fifteen or something like that? Yeah, they like started off real bad. The Knicks don't have big guys, and look at Washington, who has Beal and Westbrook, yeah. and they're one and five. So true. It could be worse, but but Phoenix speaking, is the team to watch in the West. I, I was about five to talk and about one. <laughs> they got Booker, Chris Paul. They good. They're. I mean, they are rolling from what they did in the bubble last year, being undefeated. Um, So they're taking that momentum and shifting it to this season. And with Chris Paul there, Devin Booker has a person that he can look up to. You know, Um, Chris Paul has been around the block forever. There's a reason why he's the Players Association. um, I guess you could say manager or yeah, president, president, leader. But he knows. He, he does. He does with so age, well. it seems yeah. to me like he's always healthy. He, he just seems like a great guy to play with. He's a playmaker, but he also scores. Like he, awesome. I, I, I will say this. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, it's okay. With Chris Paul being an OKC fan, when we got Chris Paul last year, and we got all those draft picks and everything, and we were selling more than buying, I thought, okay, OKC's in rebuild mode. That was not the case at all, and almost almost took la almost yeah a couple games got a little scary there but you know chris paul did a phenomenal job in the shorts like the one season he was there yeah he did great he did what he was supposed to got to the playoffs and then we got more out of it because then the way he played got us more draft picks from air uh, from from phoenix and yeah. everything so now yes okc is not going to make playoffs i i, I can you get it 90 percent you accepted it. I, I I have accepted it because OKC did it so well. That front office did it so well. They have, I don't know how many first round draft picks in the next like three seasons, but they have a lot. And they, I think in the next five years are going to be really good. If I think not, they're at championship they level in five years. Yeah. And with, and if not, like they can trade always, again. like the Lakers develop those guys you draft and trade them for bear guys. Yes. 
Like that's I, what every team does, you know, back to baseball, the Potters did that, the Rays do that. Um, the Lakers did that after years of sucking, like post Kobe, even during his time, there's last few seasons, they pick up Ingram, they pick up Ball, pick up Josh Hart, mm-hmm. you send them somewhere else after you develop them and you get a big return and you raise a banner. Like yep. That's how it goes. That's how you do it in the front office. And then yep. with front office, you know, and you want to develop your players, speaking of developing players, draft pick that just recently happened with Charlotte, LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball. Um, has caught me off guard of how well he plays in the NBA. Yeah. He is. I want to talk about mainly his. I, I want to talk about how he is. Because what I thought he was going to be in Charlotte was get ball, shoot kind of guy. You know, get yeah. ball, shoot, get ball, shoot. That's it. This dude has proven me wrong like a whole 180 turn and is very selfless, gets great looks. Um, yeah. If there's an open man and he's open too, I think he's going to go to that open man more than he will go to himself. And it's showing and he's playing great. He is. And, you know, he's coming, he's not starting, he's coming off the bench. Hornets have a good, a good lineup. Um, you know, they're, let's see their record. They're two and three. Not bad, small sample size. Um, they beat um, Dallas uh, on Wednesday by what 19 points, and Dallas is good, but their record's not showing it. But Lamelo off the bench led the team in points, 22. Um, played 29 minutes. This is what gets me. He's so young, seven for ten from the field. He missed three him. shots. Good for him. Seventy percent. Three pointers made four out of five attempts. So, so he knows. percent. He like, knows how to shoot. He knows when to pass. He has great footwork. If you haven't seen him drive the ball in into the paint, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and he puts on a show. He puts on a show. And you know, yeah. Charlotte needs that. Charlotte needed that desperately after Kemba Walker left last year. Um, so yeah, it's good for Charlotte. And. With that being said, I think we're recapping, or sorry, we're capping off NBA talks. And last but not least, I'm just going to make a small announcement here. For all you NHL fans out there, season starts January 13th. Um, Training camp starts in what, two days? It's already started. It's already started. Already started? For, for teams that haven't been, that weren't in the playoffs last year, has already started. Um, so it's already getting the ball rolling and everything like that. They're going to have a bubble kind of thing too. Um, so that's just a quick announcement. And other than that, that is our first that's ever our podcast. podcast session. Uh, <laughs> we did you. it. We, we, we did it. We so, did it. We recorded so Thank you so much for all that who is listening. I hope you guys stay safe out there. It is a crazy world, but please yeah. mind your manners. Uh, stay safe. Stay you know, safe. Stay healthy. Kind. You know, it's 2021. Start off on a good note. Yeah. And also, thanks for following the Instagram. I know we haven't posted much. It's only been a day, but um, we're doing pretty well. We already got um, 14 followers. In That's right. A night. I made this last night. Um, not bad. So I know it's please all tell your friends, tell your families. Yeah. yeah. If you guys just want to listen to guys you know, or just guys like regular, we're regular guys. Like, that's why we're called throwing partners. Like, we threw in high school together. Like we've been friends for a really long time. Um, it runs deep. It runs in it the runs history deep. books. <laughs> we love 
we love sports. We aren't super knowledgeable about some sports, but we're willing to learn and we just like talking about it. And it's a common ground between so many different fans. And that's what I like. Like, it's fun. I love competition. I love just how it is and how it brings this community together. So exactly. I'm excited to get this going with more. This should come up tomorrow before all the NFL games, maybe. It'll, it'll be up. Um, don't worry. Don't worry. Um, yeah, it'll be up. YouTube. Uh, we're looking into Spotify and Apple. Um, yeah. And we'll post links. We'll send a link on our Instagram um, to get the Twitter started still. But um, we still have an email. If you guys want to. Yeah. So if you guys want any questions answered or if you guys want us to talk about anything um, and it doesn't even have to be sports. Don't think it has to be sports. It could be about anything. Life. Anything. Life, it could be about culture, coffee. It coffee. could be about it could be about paintings. I don't know how long the talk would be about yeah. paintings, but we'll make it a good one. Yeah. So that email is going to be posted on the link for on onto our Instagram as well as the YouTube. So click that link, send us an email, let us know what you want, or even just give us some feedback. And you know, if we sucked, we sucked. So yeah, we'll fix it. But that email is going to be throwingpartners at gmail.com. Throwing partners is all lowercase. So please. Please, please, please subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on on Instagram, hit the like button, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Awesome. Signing off. Thanks for listening.